Welcome into another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, we will be talking about a year in review for professional sports in Wisconsin. So it was a very successful year for professional sports teams in the state of Wisconsin. Before we look ahead to what's in store for 2022, we thought we would have some fun and take a look back at each team's season and hand out awards or things like best player, best game, best play, and more. And again, these are, of course, hypothetical awards. These are just for, for fun awards. Um, we will go in order from Bucks, Brewers, Packers. Each of us will cover one of the teams this season, recapping them and giving out awards, and other two will chime in with their thoughts. I will cover the Bucks. Nate, who's been on previous episodes of Big A Sports Show, will cover the Brewers. And Mark, who's been on previous episodes of Big A Sports Show, will cover the Packers. So without further ado, do you want to get into the Bucks? Their season last year, as far as the 2020-2021 season, not this current season that they are in, but the championship winning season, their regular season record was 46-26, and third seed in the East, finished first. In defense, 22nd in offense, they overcame injuries and COVID issues with key players. Offseason additions like Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis were huge for them, and a late-season trade acquisition for P.J. Tucker was very helpful for improving the Bucks. And kudos to GM John Horst for those excellent moves. Coach Mike Boonholzer was able to adjust uh, playing style defenses and offenses and combat what teams did in the Bucks past playoff defeats. So that was something that Coach Bud often got criticized for as far as, you know, not not adjusting enough. I think we can safely say that everybody's seen that in the past. Now of late it hasn't been there because they won the title and now this year they're doing well and we think that they have a good chance of repeating. But before they won the title uh last year it was that was a, a often used criticism against him, but Coach Bud proved those those naysayers wrong and, and was able to adjust, and that was huge for the Bucks. in addition to the play on, on the court and everything else that went into their championship run, uh, capping it off with a Bucks and six victory over the Suns. Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez were very good, uh, as usual. Playoffs, they swept Miami in the first round. They came back against Brooklyn down 0-2 in seven games. They defeated the Hawks in six games, despite Giannis missing the last two games. And they came back in a series where they were down 0-2 again against the Suns and won it the championship, breaking the 50-year drought. So Bucks in six, uh, something that we will all remember. Uh, Brandon Jennings um, was obviously that he he phrased that back back seasons ago. And now they had it come to fruition. Back when he said it, they got hammered in the playoffs by the Heat. Um, but that was the big three Heat, so they, they were kind of odds were against them. But this past year, they had a really good shot of of using that and, and having it come to fruition, and it did come to fruition. And it was awesome. So something we'll always remember as Wisconsin sports fans, and hopefully they can repeat again this year. It, it'll be It'll be tough. Uh, like it always is, because you're going to get every every other team's best shot. They know you won the title. They're, they're coming for you. But um, 
we'll see what they can do. And I I do want to go back to the playoffs as far as I, for one. I've been a Bucks fan my whole life and will always be a Bucks fan. I quite honestly thought that they were they were they were out of it when they were down 0-2 to Brooklyn. I'll say it. I thought that they were out of it. I think a lot of Bucks fans thought that too. But Nate saying no, no, he didn't. Um, he was one of the Bucks fans that that had uh, faith in them. But I thought that they were out of it. Brooklyn was up 0-2, or Brooklyn was up 2-0 in the series. Bucks were down 0-2. And I, I thought they they were out of it, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm I'll say it. I'm very happy to be proven wrong because they were able to come back and credit to the players, credit to the coaching staff, and that's just kind of how it is as a fan. You love your team no matter what, and you know you have you have your thoughts as to how they're doing and, and what you think. And that was my thought at the time, and I was wrong. So, Bucks, good on you. Best player, Giannis, obviously. Best game nominees, Game 7 road win at Brooklyn. Kevin Durant, thank thank you that you didn't that your foot was on the line for, for that 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 shot because that was a huge huge thing. Uh, if if it was if it was behind the line, the three point line, Bucks probably would have lost. Uh, game Five Finals uh, win at Phoenix and Game Six win at Pfizer. Best. Play nominees, Middleton, game winner in game one against Miami, holiday fast break layup, game winner in, against Brooklyn in game three, holiday steal, obviously, in the alley-oop to Giannis in game five, Phoenix, the legendary call by former Bucks uh, radio play-by-play announcer Ted Davis uh, that I'm sure all you listeners out there have seen and heard by now. Surprise player of the year. Co-winners, we have Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton for a role they played off the bench in the playoffs and even now in this current season. So do want to remember the Bucks for their Bucks and Six championship win and run. That just goes to show you in the playoffs, even when you're down 0-2, you can still you can still win. I mean, when they were down 0-2, everybody was like, oh, they're they're gonna lose. And no, they, they came back. It's a long series, and you're not out of it until you're truly out of it. So, congratulations again to the Bucks. Um, we're Bucks fans here on this podcast, and hopefully, they can repeat uh, next year or this current year that that we are currently in. So, Brewers, Nate, uh, do you want to get into them uh, as far as the recap? Before we get into the Brewers, I do want to give some thoughts on the Bucks and 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 kind of you know give my my little um, my my opinions here, my thoughts. Um, you know, unbelievable uh, run for those guys. You know, it, it was incredible to watch every game um, to see a team that came together so much and so well throughout a year. You know, battling a number of different things and just kind of building themselves towards uh, you know an unbelievable run to an NBA championship. You know, Giannis being the best player, I've got no uh, no disagreement with that. Unbelievable, you know, MVP, now finals MVP, unbelievable. Uh, best game for me, oh, man. You know, game game six, of course, is forever. You know, the, the one that, that, that clinched it, but game five was just unbelievable. The fact that they got down the way they did in the first quarter, erased that lead very quickly in the second quarter. 
and then ultimately the the sequence at the end where Drew Holiday makes the incredibly you know tough heads up play to to rip the ball from Devin Booker and then makes the an unbelievably aggressive pass to Giannis who who flies you know and, and slams it. So um, you know that'll be it for me. Um, best play, I think I'm going to go with that. Right, Drew Holiday with the fast break. Um, the, the, the rip from Devin Booker and then the alley-oop to Giannis. surprise player of the year. I, I, Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton. I'm right there with that. Those guys, Pat Connaughton had the best, his best year as a pro. I would agree probably with Bobby Portis, probably his best year as a pro without a doubt. Um, you know, continued the, both of those guys start in their role. You know, they talked about that a lot. Um, the, the team talked about that a lot during the run starring in your role. I think those guys were perfect in their role. So just an unbelievable run, incredible memories, you know, that'll last forever. Um, you know, Bucks and Six is is something that will never be forgotten. So that's where I'm at as far as the 2021 Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we'll go over to Mark now, get, get his thoughts on the 2021 Bucks. Yes, very quickly. So the Bucks, a great season. If you think about it, even before the season, there was so much worry and talk about, is Giannis going to stay? They need to win a championship for him to stay. Is he going to go to Miami? All this other talk. And then for him to actually sign it before the season to quiet all the doubters, all the people in national sports media, wanting him out of Milwaukee, and then for him to actually win a championship is was fantastic. You couldn't have told me that was going to happen. I, I would have been very surprised. I agree with uh, all of what Nate said on the awards. Um, huge, huge shout out to John Horst again. I mean, he did not bring Giannis and Chris Middleton to the Bucks, but he ended up re-signing them. And the the um, the move to get Drew Holiday, I was a little nervous at first. I thought, wow, they're really giving up a lot for this guy. Absolutely worth it. On the defensive end, he helped shut down Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the playoffs. Provided key shots at whatever times he needed, and uh, I think he's an all-star. And glad that the Bucks have this core in place for the next few years. Something funny that uh, I think we should mention for each team. Maybe think about something funny for each year. Coach Mike Boonholzer's reactions to different calls that officials make always are, are good for a laugh. Um, I would highly encourage our listeners to look up some of Boonholzer's reactions to officials' calls because I think you guys would get a good laugh from it. But anyways, that's capping the Bucks year. We'll hand it over to Nate to talk about the Brewers. Another memorable year talking about the Milwaukee Brewers this year. Uh, fantastic. 95 and 67 won the National League Central Division. Third in the National League in pitching, sixth in, uh, in run scoring. Um, started off slow first couple months and then really kind of hit their stride in the middle three months of the year. Um, kind of uh, what I think was kind of, uh, the thing that hurt them the most was right down to the end there. They kind of, I don't want to say, you know, didn't try, but they, they, they got a little, um, little comfortable, we'll say down the stretch of the year and, and lost some games in that last week of the season after they had won, uh, the division. And that ultimately kind of carried over into the playoffs where they lost to the Atlanta Braves. Um, pitching carried the staff or uh, carried the team. Starters were unbelievable. You know, uh, Corbin Burns winning the Cy Young. Brandon Woodruff, a, a clear candidate for the Cy Young. Freddie Peralta with an unbelievable year, forming one of the 
you know, best trios of pitchers in baseball. Um, you know, Eric Lauer with a really, really nice year. Adrian Hauser did some really, really good stuff. The bullpen was awesome, led by Josh Hader, Devin Williams. Um, unbelievable job. I'll, I'll shout out Brad Boxberger, too, had a really, really nice year in that seventh inning role. Uh, as far as hitting, you know, very up and down, inconsistent. A uh, down year for Christian Yelich. Really need him to to get back to where he was at prior to um, the last couple of years, Lorenzo Cain, a little bit down year. Keston Hira, um, a guy that they need to to continue to work with because he's got a lot of potential, um, but really, really struggled this year. Jackie Bradley Jr. also struggled. Um, you know, they got pretty good production out of their new infielders, Willie Adamas and Colton Wong. Willie Adamas, I would say, was in the MVP discussion for a while. Wasn't necessarily a guy that would have won it, but uh, definitely an MVP type player. Colt Wong, unbelievably great addition. Um, they just struggled a little bit getting those clutch hits. Okay. Uh, when, when they were going, they were going, but when they hit, um, you know, some rough patches offensively, um, it really hit hard. Lost to the Braves in the divisional round, just couldn't score enough runs uh, to stay competitive and ran into a Braves team that was unbelievable and playing really, really good baseball. Obviously they go on to win the world series. Um, you know, they got great uh, pitching from their bullpen. They got clutch hits. Uh, kind of felt like it was, you know, uh, it was it was just really hard to overcome a lot of different things. Best player, Corbin Burns. You got to go with it, right? Won the Cy Young. Very consistent. Uh, pretty darn dominant. Strike, struck out a lot of batters. Um, top games, obviously the no-hitter in, in Cleveland. Unbelievable between Corbin Burns and Josh Hader. Uh, Vogelback walk-off against St. Louis. Unbelievable. Of course, it wasn't just a walk-off. It was a walk-off grand slam. Uh, game one victory against the Braves with Rowdy Telez hitting the eighth inning home run that ended up being the game winning home run. Those three definitely stand out. Um, if I had to pick one, oh, the Vogelback Grand Slam is incredible. I know that the Rowdy Telez uh, home run was a playoff uh, home run, but the the Vogelback Grand Slam was unbelievable. Uh, biggest surprise player, I, no disagreement here. It's Willie Adamas, right? They acquired him from the Rays in late May. Uh, he was doing some okay things in Tampa, but was really struggling. He ultimately ends up having the best average on the team, provides great power at the plate, speed on the bases, good defense at short, and really kind of brought everybody together, right? He was really, really, really key in the in the clubhouse and, and kind of brought that team together and, and got them to have a lot of fun, okay? Uh, most of the team's intact for next year. Um, currently baseball is in a lockout, so we'll be interesting to see when the season starts, obviously losing Avi Garcia is going to hurt in free agency, but adding Hunter Renfro from the Red Sox was a really big pickup by David Stearns. Great move, um, to get a guy who hit 30 home runs last year in Boston. You know, he's a guy that should be able to continue to have success at Miller park, um, this year. So, uh, overall, Great year for the Brewers. Just got to take that next step. And I think they've got the guys to take that next step. I will now hand over to Adam for his thoughts on the 2021 Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, great, great season that just fell short for the Brewers. Um, obviously wanted to win the World Series, but, you know, they, I agree with Nate. They, they kind of got comfortable uh, towards the end of the year with, you know, they had everything wrapped up. And then they just kind of, you know, and I understand coming from the side of, hey, you want to have players healthy for the playoffs. And it's just kind of an interesting 
you know, situation. And now in the NFL, I know that we're recapping the Brewers season, but it's similar to the, what they what is coming up in the NFL as far as some teams like the Packers that are, you know, could potentially have have stuff all wrapped up um, as far as the one seed if they win and 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 then they they get some help from the Cardinals on Sunday. Do you rest your Do you rest your starters? Do you not? Um, it's kind of the same with with the Brewers situation uh, that was this previous year of, of hey we, we, we want to keep guys fresh, but also you you don't want to have players hurt for the playoffs that are key players. So um, it's very interesting. Um, kind of there's both sides to it. Um, I'm I'm more on the side of you know. Although I, I hated to see it because I think it was a contributing factor the, to their season ending earlier than we expected. I'm more on the, on the side of rest the players, no matter what. You, you got to be sure of of health um, going in going into you know the the most important time of the year. But it, it just kind of ended in for the Brewers, and you, you have to give the Braves a, a whole ton of credit. They they were a really good team. They won the World Series. Their bullpen was great. They had good, pretty good starting pitching. Um, probably their best starter, um, and he, he's a very young starter, Ian Anderson, um, did very good things for them. Um, so all you baseball fans out there, he's, he's going to be a, a starter that's going to be good for years, um, you would think, for, barring injury. Um, and then Freddie Freeman, obviously, obviously was, was great for the Braves. Brewers. I'm very excited for their future. I, I'm very excited for what they have coming up as far as their rotation, na- named off their rotation, um, and the, and their guy and their with guys under contracts that are, are going to be there for for a while. And hopefully they can get a Corbin Burns extension. Hopefully they can get Brandon Woodruff an extension. Um, and and hopefully they they can make sure that money works there. Uh, obviously because those are going to be very expensive starters. The the more you wait on them. But from their side, they might want to wait till free agency because then they, they can get the most um, money. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, interesting player that I'm exci- excited for in the future, too, is Aaron Ashby. He's like 23, 23 years old, I think. And we saw what he could do. Um, granted, a small sample size in the playoffs um, as far as that goes. But he's got great stuff. And um, you would think that their, their lineup – uh, would would continue to be there. Hopefully, Yelich. Yelich is a key player uh, coming up. As far as um, is is he going to get back to his form or not? Um, but we'll have to see on that. They, they lost Avi Garcia in free agency to the Marlins, like Nate said. But I think getting Hunter Renfro, who still got a year or two of control, was great. He, you basically replaced what Avi Garcia gave you with Renfro's production and, and at, at American family field, um, you would expect that to um, only, only get better. So I'm excited for the Brewers. We'll see if they can make a move in free agency, although they're, they're very limited, obviously with being a small market and, and the money. And, and they also have to think about extensions for Burns and Woodruff. So hopefully they can maybe, you know, make us make a small move. I know Kyle Schwarber's out there, the former Cub, um, and, and maybe they can talk to him about playing first base. I think that that would be a cool move. I know he, he hasn't played first base a whole lot in his career, but 
I think he he has the the capability of doing it. And could you imagine him in American Family Field? That's like amazing. So we'll have to see. Although I would expect Schroeder to go to like the Phillies or somebody like that. I've heard Phillies rumor to get him or or other teams like that. But I just think Schroeder in Milwaukee in that ballpark would be a, a, a dream scenario. But it probably won't work out. So. I think starting a rotation is great for them. You got to give a shout out to Craig Council um, at manager. He continues to to do really good things, and he loves Milwaukee. Um, and a, an underrated aspect of, about all the coaches um, in Wisconsin sports, they love it where they are, which is rare. You have coaches anywhere else, you know. Not some coaches love it where they are, but especially in the college game, you have coaches that want to go from place to place. So. You, you have to really value that. They love it where they are, and they're going to be there for, for many, many years. So I think offense, timely hitting, like Nate said, is a key for them to, to get better. They got co-hitting coaches coming up um, after saying um, goodbye or their farewell uh, to Annie Haynes, um, who who did some good things. Uh, he he definitely did some good things, but timely hitting was was always always something that held them back. So if they can get time of hitting figured out, they have the players. We saw what they could do offensively. Um, they should be primed for for a potential um, deeper run in the playoffs in the future. So, Mark, you'll finish it off with the Packers. Yeah, so I agree with what you guys said on the Brewers. Um, one other thing uh, you need to keep in mind with the Brewers, they are a small market, like you were saying, but yeah, they have uh, – they have to draft well. They have to sign their own players. And I think David Stern has done a great job. And Craig Council has done a good job managing the, the pitching. A lot of people are criticizing him over how he's handled things by not using the starters as much. But you can't really argue with the results. They have done well. And definitely agree with the awards. Um, Burns, the best player, the best game. I would say, yeah, Vogi or the no-hitter. Surprise player, Willie Adamas. I agree with that. And then... Um, Something funny, I always like like it when Craig Council argues with the umpires because he gets right up in their grill and he earns every ejection that he gets. So shout out to Craig for that. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll go to the Packers. So, well, they did have a couple playoff games beginning of the year in 2021. Unfortunately, they did lose to Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship. And it was quite an interesting offseason for all Packer fans. Lots of drama about Aaron Rodgers. Is he coming back or not? Finally, he did report to training camp right before it started. And uh, Brian Gutekunst did, uh, they worked it out somehow. We don't know exactly what was in the agreement, but he's been with the Packers and he's been great. So, Packers 12 and 3 so far this year, and currently the number one seed in the NFC. Interestingly, they are 13th in scoring offense, 13th in scoring defense. So, you might think, well, how are they doing it? And there are lots of struggles on special teams as well. They've been excellent at winning the turnover battle, which has helped them a lot. And they've they've come up with plays when they need them in the fourth quarter. So as far as the personnel this year, they've had to overcome lots of injuries. Everyone's aware of who, who they've been all missing this year. Zadarius Smith, uh, linebacker. David Bartari, their best lineman. Jair Alexander, their best cornerback. It looks like they might get Bartari and Alexander back. I don't think they're going to get Zadarius back. But overall, I think Matt LaFleur has done a great job of overcoming who he's got, overcoming injuries, right? I mean, he's had people miss games because of COVID. He's had people get injured during games, and he's figured it out. And shout out to Brian Gutekunst for building good depth at all these positions, especially 
you know, offensive line where they've been hit hard with injuries and receiver. He's made some great moves this year with getting Devondre Campbell, middle linebacker, who's been an upgrade. Rasul Douglas, we'll talk about him later, but he's been a great, great addition in the secondary. And then their first round to Eric Stokes has helped out a lot as well. Their offense was a little bit slow starting this year. Uh, fortunately, the defense was playing well to start by keeping teams under 24 points. And now that, unfortunately, for the defense, that trend has changed a little bit. They've been giving up more points lately. Offense seems to be getting its stride. So I, I think the main thing is as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, they got a chance. So we'll go into the awards quickly. Aaron Rodgers, the best player. He's been excellent as usual. Probably another MVP season. I believe like 33, inter- 33 touchdowns, five interceptions. You can't ask for much more than that. And Devontae Adams has probably been the best receiver in the NFL. Hopefully the Packers can keep him. Best game nominees, I would we have three of them. Their win on the road at Cincinnati, the missed field goal game where everyone was missing kicks uh, for a good probably half hour, hour in real time between Mason Crosby and the Bengals kicker. Uh, the second nominee, we have the win at Arizona, winning undermanned at the Arizona Cardinals. And then lastly, the win at San Francisco, getting in position to hit the game-winning field goal as time expired. Mason Crosby, I believe, is a 52-yarder. Play of the year, we have Rasul Douglas, interception against Arizona to end the game and win it. Uh, Rogers to Devonta Adams to set up the Crosby game winner in San Francisco. And... The last nominee, the Aaron Rodgers touchdown run versus Chicago, and then also the um, the message that he had to the crowd. We cannot re- we cannot say what exactly he said because there is an F word involved in there, but most people have heard it by now. And uh, biggest surprise player, we'll say Devondre Campbell. Uh, he's been all over the place making tackles, covering tight ends much better than they had previously. And then honorable mention, Rasul Douglas, uh, lots of cl- clutch interceptions. Also, Yash Nijman has been filling in well for David Bakhtiari. So we'll hand it over quickly to Big N and Big A to finish this up. Yeah, so best player, you have to give it to Rodgers. Um, I, I know Devontae's been, been outstanding, um, but Aaron Aaron's the quarterback, and he he kind of has, you know, whoever's out there. You know, you go back to the game against the Cardinals when they were under, under, undermanned, and he – found a way to 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 really um overcome that and, and get the job done um Devante, you're i guess it's it's one a one b i guess i would side more to, towards rogers um very slightly no disrespect to Devante, um just because rogers is a quarterback um and and he he kind of gets every, everything going best game nominees i'm gonna go with they're all great nominees i'm gonna say the win against arizona undermanned um, although I would say the close second would be the San Fran game. Um, just getting into the field, field goal range, um, just as time expires was great. But I think underman against the Cardinals, everybody picked the Cardinals to win that, that game, understandably because the backers were so undermanned um, with COVID and, and injuries and stuff. And then player, play of the year, I would say, um, I think you got to go with Rogers against Chicago um, with, with the, I still own you message to the crowd. Um, and then, and then the uh, re- reaction that the bears, the bears crowd gave Rogers um, to that message was, which was kind of funny. Um, and then the biggest surprise player, um, 
I'm going to say I can't really pick on that one. I think it's a three-way tie between Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas, and Yashman at Nyman. All of them have filled in their roles um, very nicely, and it's it's really hard to pick one. Um, maybe maybe if I had to, had to pick one, I'd say Devondre Campbell just because of the struggles that they've had in years past at the middle linebacker position, and he's kind of given them, um, you know, He's he's really given them a, a player that you can contribute, you can count on, and he's a player that can can run with with running backs and coverage, and, and he basically does it all. So you got to give it to Devondre very very slightly there. So Nate, um, we will get back to your your uh, awards after this short break on Big A Sports Show as we wrap up another edition here. So come back after the short break. Welcome back to another edition of Big A Sports Show as we wrap up another episode uh, doing the year interview for Wisconsin sports teams, the big the big three Wisconsin sports teams, Packers, Brewers, Bucks. Uh, no di- no disrespect whatsoever to the Badgers. Uh, they, are, they are a very important Wisconsin sports team, um, but w- we wanted to do it to, to these three with the uh, Packers, Brewers, Bucks, um, and obviously do want to give a shout out to the Badgers, their um, Men's basketball team is off to a great uh, start, and hopefully they can um, have all those young players and those veteran players with uh, Davis and, uh, you know, keep going and hopefully make a deep March Madness run. And Badgers football, too. You got to give Badgers football credit. They, they just won um, the Las Vegas Bowl against uh, Arizona State. So big shout out to the Badgers football team um, there. So uh, Nate will finish out with his Packers End of the end of the season year in review awards. Yeah, talking about uh, what the Packers have been able to do this year so far, um, you know, kind of feels kind of feels like something special is, is coming here. I I remember talking about um, this a little bit on a podcast earlier this year. I think we were previewing the the Lions game week two and talked about how this was gonna kind of be a special season and and. Um, you know, they just had to get themselves going with the Lions and they did and they beat the Lions big in that game. And you know, here we are, you know, with two games to go and they're 12 and three first in the NFC and looking to, um, you know, get the number one seed for the second year in a row. Um, can't wait to see what's going to happen. I, I, I don't want to, I do. I, I think the Packers are going to, I think the Packers are going to go and they're, they're going to get over that NFC championship hump. And I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl and they're going to get it done. So, um, but more on that as we get into uh, playoff time. But for now, let's talk about things so far. Best player so far, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has made everything um, go this year. He's been incredible. He's on the same level, I think, as he was last year, even though he hasn't thrown as many touchdowns. Obviously, last year. You know, 48 regular season touchdowns was incredible, but just his ability to, to, um, you know, make a offensive line that's missing four starters, you know, so comfortable. And those guys are, are are making the blocks and doing a great job. But his presence and his ability has helped that so much. Obviously, two, you know, great running backs that are that are having great years. Devonte Adams having an unbelievable year, um, you know, and then other guys like. Um, you know, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, um, and others having, you know, key games and key moments throughout the year. Uh, best game. 
I'm going to go off of what has been mentioned already. Obviously, the win at Cincinnati, the missed field goal game, the win at Arizona, having not, you know, being significantly, um, you know, undermanned against an undefeated Cardinals team, winning at San Francisco, all unbelievable wins. I'm going to go with the home win against the Rams right after Thanksgiving because it was kind of a big showdown type game. Kind of a kind of a test to see where the Packers were at going into December, and they were actually to close the betting underdog. The Rams were actually the betting favorite in that game, and most of the media kind of thought Odell Beckham Jr. was just signed. The Rams just got Von Miller. They're going to come into Lambeau Field and they're going to kind of get after the Packers a little bit. And it was the Packers that got after the Rams and beat them by, I think it was 10. I think it was 36 26. Um, and really kind of, you know, proved, hey, we're the one seed and you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to come to Lambeau Field, hopefully, and try to beat us come playoff time. So that was a statement win. I'm going to go with that one. Uh, play of the year. Probably the Rasul Douglas interception in Arizona, and that kind of started Rasul Douglas um, on this season that he has had, where he's ultimately now a Pro Bowl alternate. Okay, Rasul Douglas is playing at a significantly high level, and that play kind of started his unbelievable run this season. He's been incredible. He's been such an important piece to this team, um, such an important player. Um, especially with Jair Alexander out and with um, you know Eric Stokes playing in his first year in the NFL. Uh, biggest surprise player, Devondre Campbell. He has been incredible. He has been unbelievable at inside linebacker. Aaron Rodgers has talked about it a number of times in post-game press conferences um, and in interviews that he's done. Uh, Devondre Campbell has been significant in helping Joe Barry's defense to be you know, one of the better defenses in the NFL. And and that is something that is going to help them big as they get into January and February and playoff football. Uh, Rasul Douglas, obviously, uh, really, really good in really, really good there. And yes, Yash Nijman, Nijman has been outstanding at left tackle, um, you know, doing a great job uh, for David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, who have been hurt. So, um, I'm so excited to watch the Packers down the stretch here. I can't wait to see what happens in January. Uh, there's something special about this year in this group of guys in this team, and it just feels like um, you know, it feels like it's it's their time. So uh, we'll talk about, like I said, we'll talk about that more as we go. But uh, unbelievable year for professional sports in the state of Wisconsin. Um, looking forward to a great 2022 as well. Hopefully, a Packers Super Bowl, another Bucks championship going back to back and the brewers get over the hump and 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 get themselves to the world series so um those are my thoughts we'll throw it back to big a yeah so great great year interview for big the big three in wisconsin sports brewers packers bucks uh do want to thank big uh nate and mark for coming on another edition of big a sports show and i want to thank all of my listeners uh, out there for their continued support of my podcast uh, the listening audience has been great. I uh, do want to keep the growth in the, in the listeners going. Uh, all of you that have been consistent, thank you. Uh, but spread the word about my podcast. Do want to get all those listeners um, I'm, I'm board, uh, so to speak. Uh, always you know, invite uh, new listeners to be uh, good listeners of the podcast. So continue to grow my podcast for Big A Sports Show. 
um, covering Wisconsin sports and uh, national sports as well, keeping it fun, uh, trying to find um, many ways to um, have new ideas for my podcast and, um, you know, try and make it a really good podcast. So thank you for coming on my podcast, Nate and Mark, uh, another edition. Hopefully the Packers can win the Super Bowl. Hopefully the Brewers can um, get back to, or I guess get back to the World Series after many, many seasons um, back back when they faced the Cardinals uh, back years ago. Uh, but I guess you could say get back to the World Series because they've been there before. Um, granted, many seasons ago. So um, hopefully they, they can get back um, after a long drought and hopefully the Bucks can can repeat um, and uh, have another title. So we'll have to see. Um, be paying attention for all my podcasts in the future. Uh, best way to get a hold of my podcast is, is to subscribe to it. Um, and that way you get alerts. Um, otherwise, you can listen back to the archives or listen to the future shows and just be paying attention for more episodes for Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anime Handle, and it's available anywhere you get your podcasts. Until we talk again, thank you all very much.